Hey guys, welcome back to Two Sisters in a TV. Today I'm going to deviate once again from the usual format of this podcast. Um, this isn't classic television at all, what I'm going to be talking about today. Actually, it's something that's brand new. Um, however, it does have a very significant interest to me, and it might interest some of you as well. But um, I have always loved American history. Um, Ever since I was a kid, I have been fascinated with history. It was definitely one of my best and favorite subjects in school. English and history, my favorites. And so whenever there's something like a documentary that comes on or a miniseries or anything about American history that comes on, I tend to pay attention to it. So for those of you who don't know, there is a new miniseries over on Showtime called The First Lady. Now, as we all know, when it comes to the presidents that we've had, they usually get the forefront of the attention because they're the actual ones in the job of president. They're the ones who are holding the office. And their wives tend to get kind of lost sometimes in the background. Now, some first ladies have been extremely popular. I think Jackie Kennedy is probably the most popular first lady in history. I mean, there have been so many movies about Jackie Kennedy, books. I mean, you've seen so many actresses portray her over, over the years, from Rona, uh, Roma Downey to Blair Brown to Katie Holmes to Jacqueline Smith. So she definitely has broken out of the shadow of first lady. She never liked the title, by the way. She thought it sounded like a horse, like a racehorse. But uh, a lot of the other first ladies definitely lost and uh, in the background behind their husbands, pretty forgotten about. And the first lady miniseries is basically a way of bringing those first ladies to light and the lives that they had, not only during their husband's presidencies, but before and afterward as well. So, of course, when I found this out, I immediately took interest um, and I wanted to, you know, check it out. Now, I don't have Showtime. Showtime is pretty cheap, by the way. I found out you can get Showtime for like $3.99 a month or something like that. It was either $3.99 or $7.99. So it's a really good deal if you want to get that channel. But I have watched the first two episodes on YouTube. There are 10 episodes of The First Lady. And I have seen the first two, and I'm looking forward to watching the next two that follow. Now, the first ladies, which are being documented in the miniseries, are Eleanor Roosevelt, Betty Ford, and Michelle Obama. Of course, the actresses who are portraying these ladies are Jillian Anderson, who is portraying Eleanor Roosevelt. Michelle Pfeiffer is portraying Betty Ford. And Viola Davis is portraying Michelle Obama. Now, first of all, all of these ladies look absolutely amazing. They look fabulous. I hadn't seen Michelle Pfeiffer in quite a while. She is breathtaking. She's in her mid-60s now, and she is aging very, very well. Julian Anderson, again, hadn't seen her in a long time. She 
is looking very, very gorgeous as well. Very, very attractive woman. And of course, Viola Davis, also a very attractive woman, also aging very gracefully. These ladies are absolutely stunning. They are fabulous in their real life persona, uh, their, their, who they are in real life as actresses and as women, as older women. And they are dynamic on screen. They are really, really killing it in their performances. Um, I was pretty surprised when I found out that Julian Anderson was portraying Eleanor Roosevelt. And Julian Anderson herself was surprised when she was offered the part. Now, I saw a couple of, I've seen a couple of interviews on YouTube with each of the ladies being interviewed together about the First Lady, uh, the miniseries itself. I don't know if miniseries is the right word. Maybe it's just series. Uh, I'm not sure. But um, they were all being interviewed together uh, in, separate, in different interviews with Entertainment Tonight, with CBS This Morning. And, you know, Jillian mentioned that she was surprised that they asked her to portray Eleanor Roosevelt because Eleanor Roosevelt was a very tall lady, very, very uh, intimidating physical presence. The lady was almost six feet tall. Jillian Anderson is like about maybe 5'3", five, 5'4", five, but I tell you, she is doing an incredible job portraying Eleanor Roosevelt. She's doing a great job. She really studied the mannerisms, the voice, the body language, the gestures. She really has it down. She's doing a, a terrific job. And she said that she really enjoy discovering more about Eleanor Roosevelt, really digging into who she was, not only as a first lady, but as a lady in general. And um, she loved portraying her. And she, like I said, doing a fabulous job. Now, Michelle Pfeiffer is portraying, as I said, Betty Ford. Now, I don't remember Betty Ford very well. I don't remember the Ford presidency too well at all because I was very little when Ford was in office. I do remember Nixon leaving office in 1974. That was the first major, um, I guess you could say, national event that I remember. I remember we were at my grandmother's house, our grandparents' house, my grandparents' house rather, and uh Nixon was on TV. We're watching, you know, because we always watch CBS. So we saw Walter Cronkite, Roger Mudd, Dan Rather, the whole crew. And there was a very serious, solemn tone within the house. And so I asked my mom, I said, what's going on? Because I picked up on the fact that something was, was happening. Something was not right. There was definitely something wrong. And so she told me, she said, well, we are about to get a new president. So we watched Nixon's final speech at the White House. And the thing that I remember the most about his speech was his daughter, Trisha. Trisha, of course, was his blonde daughter. So the daughter was Julie, the brunette. Trisha was wearing a yellow dress. And I was absolutely fascinated with that yellow dress. I could not take my eyes off of it. And that very day, yellow became my favorite color. And it's still my favorite color now. But um, so I remember Nixon leaving office. Um, I remember the main thing about President Ford was Henry Kissinger, who stayed on as Secretary of State after Nixon resigned. So he, you know, stayed on and was a part of the Ford administration. And that's the thing I remember most about Ford being in office. Um, 
really don't remember uh, his presidency well at all. I do not remember really anything about Betty, period. But Betty Ford was a dynamic lady. She, I watched a biography or documentary about her on YouTube the other night to find out more about her because Michelle Pfeiffer has been doing a great job portraying her. I didn't know that she was so outspoken, that she really was her own person. She definitely had her own identity outside of being Gerald Ford's wife. She was a a spunky woman. She was a good mother, good wife. She and Gerald Ford had this really close special relationship had a wonderful life together had problems though not without problems and that's depicted in the first lady i saw a preview of an upcoming of an upcoming episode where betty ford has a nervous breakdown and that was just it was very very i mean acted beautifully very realistic It was shocking because I never knew that Betty Ford had nervous breakdown. But she was basically, because Gerald Ford, very busy man. He was very devoted to his career as well as his family. But his career won out a lot of the time, most of the time. So she had four kids, three sons, a daughter. And she was basically the only one at home You know, raising the kids, holding the family together, holding the fort down, cooking the meals. She wanted to kind of do things outside of being a wife and a mother. And she felt the walls were closing in. Gerald Ford was always gone. He was a great husband and a great father when he was there, but he was there so infrequently. And then she had a very abusive first marriage. So that too was traumatic. And in childhood, her father was gone a lot. He, I believe, was a traveling salesman, if I recall correctly. And so he was gone all the time. So I think all of that just got to her and she had a total breakdown. And... Again, I did not know anything about that. I did watch a Betty Ford movie years ago where they depicted her struggle with alcoholism, her dependency upon uh, prescription drugs. They also talked about her battle with breast cancer in that movie. It was a very good movie. I can't remember the name of it. It was on ABC. Very good movie. But I have a brand new admiration for Betty Ford that I'd never had before because I just did not realize the many layers and facets to her as a woman. And what a really awesome kick butt first lady she was she was wonderful she she really was i wish that she had had a longer time in office to be first lady now that's not a put down or a dig at jimmy carter because of course when gerald ford ran for president in 1976 against jimmy carter he lost it was a very very close election i remember the election really well um because it was so close It was one of the closest elections in history. And I remember that very, very well. And, you know, going to bed wondering, well, who was going to be, you know, president? Who's going to, you know, win the election? I wanted to stay up all night and see it, but I had to go to bed. Um, But the next morning when I got up, of course, we saw how it turned out. Jimmy Carter had won. Um, Gerald Ford, even to this day, all these years later, very heartbreaking to see the look on his face when Betty, because Gerald Ford lost his voice when he was campaigning. That last day or so of campaigning, he worked so hard he lost his voice. 
So Betty had to deliver his concession speech for him. And he just looked so sad. And that still to this day is very heartbreaking to watch because, I mean, you know, it really happened. You know, it wasn't, you know, something that was fictional. This really did take place. But, um, yeah, Betty Ford, loving seeing Michelle Pfeiffer portray her, um, looking forward to seeing, you know, uh, her portrayal going forward as we continue to, you know, dig more into Betty Ford's life as First Lady. But it makes me wish that I had remembered Betty Ford better when she was first lady that I had a recollection of her, but the first first lady I remember is Rosalind Carter. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've been having a great time finding out more about her and watching Michelle Pfeiffer portray her has been a real treat. Now we get to, uh, Viola Davis and her portrayal of Michelle Obama. Now this, and Viola Davis has admitted this herself. She's had the toughest job of the three actresses. Like I said, I don't remember Betty Ford at all, unfortunately. Um, Of course, Eleanor Roosevelt, that was before my time. Um, But of course, I remember Michelle Obama very, very well. I mean, most people do because she was first lady not that long ago. She's still very much in the public eye. She's in the public's consciousness. So, you know... Having the daunting task of trying to portray her was going to be extremely difficult, no doubt. So, um, you know, I personally think that she has been doing a great job. I think that she really, she's a great actress. I mean, Viola Davis has an Oscar, she has an Emmy, and she has uh, a Tony. So she definitely is a very uh, phenomenal actress. Everything that she does, she excels in. Whatever part she's portraying, she does an amazing job. But she's been getting a lot, and I mean a lot, of ugly, nasty, brutal criticism for her portrayal of Michelle Obama. Um, People have really been criticizing her facial expressions, particularly when she purses her lips. Michelle Obama, of course, does purse her lips, Um, but I mean, to be honest, I think that she does do it a time or two too many, Viola Davis does, but at the same time, people are overreacting to it, in my opinion. It's not that serious. She's not mocking Michelle Obama. She's, She's not making fun of her. This is not an insult to her. This is not a dig. She is just portraying her in the series. That's all she's doing. I mean, it's not going to necessarily as great of an actress as she is. It's people are expecting her to be Michelle Obama, I think, and that's ridiculous. That's not even possible. You know, um But she's been very hurt by the criticism, and rightfully so. She's been very angry about it, very hurt, very disappointed. And, I mean, I really sympathize with her. I really feel for her because some of the comments that I've read, and I I haven't even read that many because I stopped because I was just so sickened by it. But the comments that I have read were absolutely abominable. I mean, it doesn't make any sense in the things that they were saying. Uh, And I'm I'm not going to repeat them. I would rather not repeat that kind of ignorance. 
But, uh, you know, it's terrible, the things that they're saying. And I think that she's doing a really good job, honestly. I think she's doing a good job. Like I said, I think, okay, she may do the lips uh, thing maybe a little bit too much here and there. But I'm looking at the overall performance, and it's really good. She's doing a good job portraying Michelle Obama. She's really, you know, she's captured that role very well. And I have to give her, you know, I, I give her props for that. I'm fascinated by seeing the the Michelle Obama parts of this series because, you know, you get to see exactly what it was like behind the scenes. Uh, you know, first, some say African-American president, some say half African-American president, you know, whichever side you, you go on. Um, she is the first African-American first lady, regardless. And seeing her in that particular role leading up to becoming first lady and then becoming first lady and all that was involved in it, her life before first lady, because that's depicted as well. You also see Michelle Obama when she was a teenager being accepted into Princeton, when she married Obama, all these, you know, events, life events are also depicted in the series. Of course, there's a different actress portraying teenage Michelle Obama, but uh, it's fascinating to see her story. It's fascinating to see her story Um, because there's just, you know, Michelle Obama has always interested me. You know, she's always been uh, a figure that I've had a lot of interest in. And to find out more about what it was like for her in the White House and all that she had to deal with, and then being a mother on top of that, having two little girls to raise, that is just, like I said, I think it's fascinating to see how it all really unfolded, how it all, all, how it all, how it all really went down, how it all really played out for her. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, the rest of, of the episodes and seeing more and learning more about all of these ladies. I've always admired Eleanor Roosevelt. And like I said, I admire Michelle Obama and I admire Betty Ford. I, I really don't get into pol- political affiliations. I really don't align myself with any political party. I look at the individual people. I don't look at what party that they're necessarily affiliated with, because as you can see, even in this case, Betty Ford, you know, her husband was Republican, as was she, um, Eleanor Roosevelt and Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Democrats, the Obamas, Democrats. But uh, I could care less about what party that they, you know, were a part of with the party that they represented. I find their stories fascinating. And I am so looking forward to seeing what other first ladies are going to, because uh, this is supposed to continue this series. Once these 10 episodes run through, I'm not sure when, but there's going to be yet another series of first ladies to be profiled. I cannot wait. I'm so excited to find out and to see which first ladies will be depicted next time. Whomever they pick and they want a profile, I'm looking forward to watching that. So it doesn't matter to me whom they choose. Like I said, I could care less about the, you know, what what political party or anything like that. It doesn't matter. I think they should do someone like Bess Truman, though. I think that'd be interesting because we don't know a whole lot about her. I think she'd be a really good one to depict. Because her husband became president all of a sudden, like Gerald Ford did, just in a different way. And it would be interesting to find out more about her. 
course, I'm sure Jackie Kennedy will definitely be depicted. I mean, how could you not have a First Lady series and not depict Jackie Kennedy? I'd also like to see more about Laura Bush. That would be interesting as well. And I'd also like to see more about Mamie Eisenhower and Rosalind Carter. So, I mean, whatever direction they go in, whoever, whichever First Lady they, they decide to depict and what actresses who are portraying them, I'm looking forward to it. Because again, I've always been a history buff since I was a kid. One of my favorite things to do is go to the library and check out history books growing up. And I still love a good book, love a good documentary. And so this is something I just wanted to throw this out there because, I mean, I didn't know about it until I guess about maybe a week ago. So I'm kind of late to the table as usual finding out about this. So I wanted to throw that out there. I don't really give my personal opinion and review, but I wanted to throw it out there for anyone else who might want to check it out. Again, you don't have to have show time to watch it. You can go on YouTube like I have and check it out. And, um, you know, hopefully you will find it as fascinating and captivating and realistic as I do. So again, today's episode, a little different from the classic TV format, because this is definitely not classic TV. But again, that's one thing about this podcast. I do on occasion deviate. Um, if there's something I'm really interested in, uh, and it's not necessarily classic TV, and um, I really want to talk about it and share my thoughts and views and opinions. And I'm you know, going to do an episode about it. We're, we're going to cover that here. Um, basically, it is still a classic TV podcast at the end of the day. That's what our basic format is. And that's what we're sticking to. But every now and then, we got to go outside of the box. So that's one of the things that makes it exciting and makes it all the more fun. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you uh, will check out first the first lady and um again kudos to the three actresses who are portraying these ladies and kudos to the ladies themselves and on that note this episode i'm going to go ahead and bring to a close but as always thank you for listening thank you for your time and until i'm back again back on the regular classic tv format i will see you next time <music>